At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. talking about anything in the background before we start today we're just going straight into it that's unusual isn't it welcome to the pod blast how's it going my friend all right good it's uh we've we've skipped our inane chatter today no because we do watch and listen playing at the beginning of everything (laughs) don't we uh it's nice and sunny i'll I'll tell you that much it's nice out in it yeah uh, and uh, what better day to be locked inside with the windows and the curtains drawn, eh? The curtains are always drawn here. I hate people, me. <laughs> Outside. He doesn't hate Walking past. He likes the people that listen to our podcast. <laughs> yeah, because they're indoors too. Loves all of you. <laughs> <laughs> they're safe in their car on the way to work. <laughs> saying fuck off to other people. <laughs> what have you been up to this week, my friend? Anything? Nothing? That was really high pitch, that was. Oh, sorry. You know? No, no, it's fine. It's just it surprised me. <laughs> I thought you were having an episode. <laughs> an episode of The Simpsons. <laughs> it was. Uh, uh, I'm going to go straight into watching. What have I? What been, have you been watching? I'll then? tell okay. you what I've been watching. <laughs> I watched Murder on the Orient Express, and then I watched Death on the Nile, the Kenneth Branagh films. Right. He's playing Pyro, and he's directing them as well. Right. And the I like him. Okay. And people complained about the the second one was a bit slow and what have you. But I didn't mind it. I thought the second one just looked beautiful. Right. It was all very much digital imagery, and they spent most of it on on a set with a big green screen. and And Egypt is are these new or old? They're older new. Like I thought you were talking about like nineteen sixties films. No, yeah. no, that it was that Peter Ustinov played him, didn't he, in the old ones? I don't know. And then uh, David Suchet was it David Suchet. One of the Suchet brothers played him in the TV series that everyone's seen. One of my ex misses had the proper thing for him. Really? I don't know why. For Hercule. <laughs> that character. For Suchet, whatever for it is. Yeah, yeah. She was hot for Suchet. Hot for Suchet. <laughs> That's, that is an indie album name. Never it? Heard I'm going to order one. I'll have the uh, Hot for Suchet, please. <laughs> <laughs> they only come cold, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, what else have we been watching? Obviously, Moon Knight. How's that been going? 
Uh, it got better. Remember the last oh. one I watched? It was a bit. <laughs> these are a week. These are like a couple of days behind because we record this on a Monday. Moon Knight and Picard all that all come out like Wednesday, right? And then by the Friday when this comes out, when people are listening to it, it's like it's, you know, you're talking about last week's episode. Yeah, yeah. Well, we can't we can't see in the future, unfortunately. No, <laughs> we can do best guess, but it's it's better. It's getting better. It's it, yeah. It it got me again. I so mean, that's I, good. I, I want to I watch it, to be fair. I've, I've heard that, because isn't the thing with Moon Knight that it's a lot of people in one body, like a lot of personalities in one thing, isn't that? I mean, I, I might be wrong. The, yeah, tell me the, if I'm wrong. There's two that we know of, but there's definitely a third going on. Right. That That is more violent and extreme than the other than the two. others. Right. Well, yeah. he, he said he based one of his characters on Carl Pilkington. And that in itself makes me want to watch it. Right, yeah, that's the that's the main guy, the one that we're rooting for. Is it? Yeah, yeah. This it's actually a a false. It's 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 a, a cover that he's come up with in order to protect himself. But right. it's become its own personality. Oh, so it's developed its own its own yeah. personality in his and his body. And that's who who we meet at first is just a, a made up person. Right. Because people are saying, well, why is his English? accent so bad and what have you it's all very deliberate it's it's an american pretending to be english and that's what it sounds like right 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 so it's 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 good i like it i'm all over it sound what you've been watching what have i been watching that's what i said um nothing this week i've been i've i've been playing though i I think i'm gonna have to skip my watching and jump straight into playing because i am a dark souls fan now Okay. Uh, which means that I like to die a lot. Yes, of course. It is brick. I, oh, it is. I, I don't even think I'm past the first bit yet, but yeah. I'm like 60 hours in. Um, I've got a friend, shout out to Jay Price, who comes around and plays my walking, talking, walkthrough guide for Dark Souls. Oh, okay. Yeah. And and this is the thing. I've, I've sussed out that Dark Souls isn't as hard as long as you know what you've got to do. The same could be said back in the day for the Tomb Raider games. It's why they made a killing with with those books that you got with it. Yeah, the walkthrough guides. Like, how the fuck could you do it otherwise? Because there's some things in it you're like, oh. How did oh, you right. not know you weren't meant to jump at that wall with a, a funny polygon in it? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, it's fucking pain in the ass. But so I, I, I would say I'm smashing Dark Souls' ass, but that's a lie. It is absolutely pummeling me into the ground. So by the time you've done with that, you'll be ready for the price drop on Elden Ring, and I suppose you'll be all over that this shit. This is my plan, because my plan is Dark Souls 1, 2, and 3, mm-hmm. while Elden Ring comes down in price, and then I'll be skilled enough a warrior and, you know, have enough money in my back pocket to afford it. That sounds almost like the perfect plan. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's Nothing can go wrong, apart from all the things that can go wrong. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so um, yeah, shout out to Jay Price for being me help because mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I proper need help on it. Well, yeah, it's it's so hard, so fucking hard. What about yourself? What have you been playing? And before you say Diablo Three, I know you've been playing Diablo Three. I have been playing Diablo Three. Season twenty six the other day. Not long started. I'm up to Paragon level six hundred and eighty now. Fucking so that's how hell. many times I've gone over the level seventy. You've went. Over so you so you've went over level seventy six hundred and eighty times. Yeah, that's that's how it starts working. After that, you get paragon points as opposed to leveling up. You get to seventy, you're and top then you're level back to level one. 
No, no, you just stay at level 70. You never get any further than 70. Uh, the Paragon points kick in, and that can make uh, you get uh, different points to attribute to different things to keep your class strong. Right. I'm at the point now where I've just done my first level 100 rift. Nice. I'm on Torment 16, obviously, and I've, I've done pretty much most of the season. Cool. I, I think there's only one thing I've got to do, and everything else behind it kicks in, which is do a set dungeon. And the trouble I've got with it is that I've waited too long to do it. I'm so OP right. that I walk into the, 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 you know, I go into the room and everything, and dies. everything dies. It just looks at me. My fawn damage is, is crazy. And I've got to perform certain tasks in order to pass this dungeon. I can do most of them, but there's this one draw 15 within a 10-yard radius and then kill them. I, and you can't get near I, them. I can't get anywhere near them. I'm chasing them. <laughs> and they're just dying <laughs> in, in my wake. Oh, mate. So I'm going to have... First world problems, isn't it? Yeah. You're overpowered. I think I'll start another character. <laughs> no. I'll start another character, get them to level 70, put them in decent gear, and then let them and then, go and do it. Ah, right, right, right. Because it's I just too it. much to tit about with the, the setup that so I've got So you're creating now. a character just to do this dungeon? Yeah, I'm going to have to. Fantastic. Yeah. It's, I mean, it, it, shit needs to get done sometimes, doesn't it? it? Oh, yeah, and Fortnite, obviously, I've got Doctor Strange now. Way! So and, if uh, getting, and Prowler. If you're getting killed by Doctor Strange, there's a good chance it's Dave. Yeah, I go, honestly, I'm not, whatever. This no builds is amazing. The whole community is. Oh, man. I mean, I'm not into Fortnite, but I watch a lot of streamers and stuff, and fuck, like, the community is going wild for it. Like, it, it's looking like it's going to be a permanent fixture in Fortnite. Yeah, well, it is. There's talk now of doing things like no guns. Oh, what? Well, there's, so. a, I mean, all the streamers, Fortnite was a, like, it wasn't a dying community, but in comparison to what it used to be 10 years yeah, ago, yeah. it was dying on its arse. And this no builds thing has, in the last month, two months, I've seen tournaments popping up left, right, and center, and they're all Fortnite no build tournaments. Like, I, I think we've had a knockoff with, with uh, Call of Duty and the, and everyone. Upset well, at that. Have you seen that? The, the, the initial slipgate kind of fever has waned a bit. Yeah, and yeah. And so Fortnite did the right thing at the right time, for real. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, Call of Duty should be ashamed of itself this week. Why, what's going on? Um, the island that's full of glitches that they can't seem to get right is getting invaded by Godzilla and King Kong. Oh, yes. You know, I those massive polygon-pulling data chomping things that are going to slow down your computer even more, even though it can't already handle the game, yeah. Because that's what you need in a game that's already broken. Do you know what? I play Roblox yeah. with my son. Because he's <laughs> only seven. I'm, I'm glad you said with me son, because yeah. if it was just I play Roblox, we'd need to have a talk. In it. So I play Roblox with him online and what have you. And... When Godzilla, the Godzilla versus Kong movie came out, yeah, they had a special Roblox arena with Godzilla and Kong giant, yeah. and you fight them and what have you. Yeah, okay. Where is Activision's finger? Because it's not on the pulse, is it? If they're doing a Godzilla King yeah. Kong fucking tie-in what, about two years four after the film released, what three years after I the think, film release? Yeah, three years. Yeah. So what's what? 
Was it because they spent too much time writing shit code for the game that doesn't work? So I've got things like uh, fucking supply boxes that are in the floor mm. and contracts that don't work and, you know, all that sort of shit. Players turning invisible. There's currently cars flying through the sky. But, you know, priorities. We need Godzilla and Kong in there to sort that shit out. You know, Kong <laughs> stands on the top of the Empire State Building swatting at planes. Maybe you can do that. At the fucking flying cars or something. Yeah. They're just trying to kill it, aren't they? They've announced Warzone 2 is coming 2023. They're just trying to kill the game. Now they're trying to... What they're doing is they're filling it with microtransactions, trying to pump every last penny out of the community that they fucking... That adores them. (laughs) And that they've just went, well, fuck you lot, and left them to fucking die in a ditch. Mm. Because... What they don't want is Warzone to still be popular in two years when Warzone 2 comes out because then it'll be bad for business. A fucking dickhead. But this will, these will always be the free games, so I don't understand. The, the free games is where they make the most money. It's why, you know, Destiny and stuff like yeah, that. They just go, yeah, there you go, have the game. But, yeah, you know, you've got to buy the missions, you've got to buy the... <laughs> you've got to buy the health bar. Yeah. You've got to buy... There was one, I was watching a video on one, there's a game that obviously never took off very long where you had to buy extra save slots as a microtransaction. So you you had two save slots, but if you wanted the third save slot in this game, you had to go onto a store and pay with real human money for a fucking save slot. Shocking, isn't it? I swear to God. The gaming industry doesn't know what's fucking what's going on at the minute. It's going crazy. Well, I hope that these big accusations Acquisitions, 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 acquisitions. The underwater type acquisitions. (laughs) I hope that these big acquisitions by Microsoft and what have you will settle all this. Well, Ubisoft went up this week, hasn't it? Oh, is it? Oh, that's a big one. Oh, yeah. Ubisoft's one of the big boys, and apparently this week it's going up. It's going up for sale. I don't know if they'll let Microsoft have it. They've bought too much. This might be a fucking... Sony will be cunts and try and get in and get it, and then they'll go, oh, Make far, it exclusive. far Cry is an exclusive. That's what they'll do, because they're twats, because they're trying to perpetuate the console wars still. Yeah. I don't know. What have you been listening to, Paul? I have been listening to The Egg. The Egg? The Egg, yeah. It's, uh... Right, so back... Uh, it's a few years ago now. I think it was when I was listening to Radio 6. Uh ace channel i i don't know i think love don't let me go was the song that the the egg did with david guetto you know the the producer yeah so david guetto versus the egg right and it was a good song and it something reminded me of it the other day and i was like oh yeah the egg what happened to the egg so i've been listening to the egg all right david guetto versus the egg yeah so it's modern yeah, it's more. What do you mean? It's modern. I listen to modern music. I listen yeah, to it more than you do. Yeah, true. Yeah, so don't, <laughs> don't even. Uh, I like to. Yeah, because like I said, I, I went down a really deep pink hole. That isn't right, is it? <laughs> yes, I went. But down enough a talk really about deep, Dave's misses. I went down a really deep pink Floyd <laughs> hole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is the best fucking no. <laughs> that I might edit that out and put that at the end. Fraudulent slip there, <laughs> much, mate. 
Um, <laughs> oh, fuck me. That was funny. Yeah, so I went down a massive Pink Floyd massive hole, deep didn't I? Pink hole, yeah. Yeah, and uh, it was hard to get out. And the only thing that did it was listening to m- new music because stuff at the time couldn't. You know, couldn't compare. Yeah. So even though there's lots that does, <laughs> you know what I mean. There's the, the Stones, the Zeppelin. The, yeah. You know, oh God. It, yeah. But then you just Sabbath. But then you're trapped in that loop of oh exactly. God. Now I've started listening to Led Zeppelin. Now I'm going to have to listen to everything that subsequently reminds me of fucking. You know, and, and now I'm phoning into Jeremy Vine on BBC Radio Two because that's the only thing I'll listen to. <laughs> oh, Jesus <laughs> Isn't Christ. it? That's what comes. That's, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> no. with the granddad rock section. I'm sat, I'm sat here wearing <laughs> slippers, <laughs> tartan slippers, L- luxury. Well, what have we been listening to? I mean, for someone that's just said they don't listen to modern music, go on. I have been listening to a, a brand new supergroup called Third Secret, and they're fucking amazing. It's Chris Novoslich from Nirvana. Mm-hmm. It's one of the people from Soundgarden. It's one of the people from Pearl Jam. And then it's two people from two bands I've never heard of. Right. But they've got the first album out. No idea what the first album's called. Let's see what it's called. Um, nope, it's just called Third Secret. Right, okay. Um, and I'd strongly advise everyone giving it a listen. It's like a, a classic rock sort of vibe, but it's really fucking good. Has it got that 90s grunge in there? Because there's a lot of 90s it's, grunge it is, in it there. It is 90s <laughs> grunge, the super group in it. Right, yeah. Pearl Jam, Nirvana, Soundgarden. Yeah. Yeah, all all with members that have died off, so they've all just kind of bunched come together. To, yeah. Come together so they can share that last needle. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it is Seattle. In it. <laughs> but yeah, man. So I'd advise going and listening to Third Secret. It's uh, They're fucking mad. They're, yeah. they're weird, but they're great. The third secret <laughs> is love. <laughs> Just so you know. I thought it was chicken. <laughs> Something like that. Right, what are we doing today? We are going to do uh, Tomorrow Never Dies. Uh, I've been looking forward to it because it's one of my favourite themes. I, can... I, I fight people with this. I've fought you on uh, uh, a message group before I'm now. We'll be fighting over this because I've been, I've been telling everyone all week that we're watching The World Is Not Enough. Well, that's next week, isn't it? Do you know what I did, though? What? Before my Tomorrow Never Dies yeah. is a big blank bit ready to score as The World Is Not Enough. Because in my mind, too, I was going to that. The World Is Not Enough seemed like the and next one. And I was one. like, no, that can't be right because it's got John Cleese in it. And this, and I thought, I've missed one out without John Cleese, and it is, it's yeah. Tomorrow Never Dies. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, I, it's the last cue on his own. Yeah, I got a brain farted with it all week. I've been telling people the wrong one. <laughs> uh, so go on, run us down. Albert Broccoli had died at this point, so this is the first film to be released without him now. Right. Uh, it's His daughter's taken over, isn't she? Alberta Broccoli. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Clubby, we all know that's a name. Cl- Clubby Blockerly. Oh my God. <laughs> if anybody, Blockley. if anyone does a, a joke about that, I'm not involved. That was a mistake. <laughs> Clubby Road Blockerly. <laughs> so, yeah, so Clubby Road block, Brockery. He, uh, she's taken over now, hasn't she? Yeah. This came out the same day as Titanic. Did it? Yeah, They're exactly the same. You know, big Fucking year ninety seven. Poor Titanic. Uh, well, yeah, but I mean, it made three hundred thirty three million. But the thing with this is, it 
cost 110 million to make. It it cost loads it compared cost, to cost almost as much as the last ones were making. Yeah, well, well, exactly. So got, it's got to up the game. Modern modern world, isn't it? Spying costs more money. Well, I remember a lot of action sequences. It's been a while since I've seen it, but I remember a lot of action sequences. I remember a lot about the production of this as well as regards oh, to the on, you know, <laughs> the director did not get on with anyone. Yeah. And it wasn't a very nice experience for most of the cast. Plus, right. you've got apparently Terry Hatcher and Brosnan weren't getting on. What he didn't <laughs> know at the time was that she was pregnant and so she was you know, a little extra had to be taken in consideration. It wasn't just because she was at the height of a game. It weren't because she Superman was just... She, yeah, she wasn't being She wasn't just being a bitch. Yeah, she really did need, <laughs> she, she really did need to sit down. So, <laughs> so since then, Brosnan sort of sheepishly apologised and what have you. <laughs> well, I mean, and which you would. It's the start of the Bonds, this era of Bonds. The action era, isn't it? It's, it's the action era, but it's also the era where less went into each film because it was knock them out, knock them out, knock them out. Well, You're talking less than two years again, between it was, each of them. It's just explosions, explosions, explosions. Yeah. What's well, getting boring? Throwing a couple of explosions. It's, it's, it's modern day James Bond. People don't want to see him putting fucking hairs over doors and stuff anymore. They want to see explosions. They want to see boobs. They want to see bad guys. That's what Bond is becoming now, isn't it? It's, yeah. We're entering this generation of, oh, Bond, secondary character. It's uh, it's explosion central. Yeah. I mean, it was a great era of Bond to grow up on. I think as a kid, it was... It was... I think it was integral on making me be a Bond fan. If it had continued in its old ways, mm-hmm. up until it, I'd have probably phased out of it. It would have, you know, it needs something to hold your attention when you're 14. Yes. And uh, Halle Berry and Explosions do that job, don't they? It's not Halle Berry, this one, is it? It's That's Terry two Hatcher. away. A that's Terry Hatcher, away, yeah, yeah, of course. Because next one is... Christmas Jones. Christmas Jones, it? what's her name? Denise Richards. Denise Richards. Yeah. It is this run of James Bond's is is the height of FHM. Yes, it is, yeah. Oh, God, I I remember that scene of Halle Berry coming out the sea being everywhere when it came out as well. Yeah. It was on bus stops and that. (laughs) It was when I was putting it up on them, yeah, pasting it. Pasting it. (laughs) With my own paste. With your own paste. (laughs) With your chowder. Chowder. (laughs) We haven't talked about the Bond's chowder for a bit because he's calmed down a bit. He's like falling in love with people and stuff. Yeah, his chowder's suppressed, man. It's uh... It's definitely changed for. I mean, by the time he gets Daniel Craig, his chowder, he's he's crying over women. He's chowderless, Craig. He is totally childless. Well, we'll see. I'm, I'm, I am looking forward to seeing the Craig ones again because I think that I've seen them all only once. Kind of thing. Mm. I, I, I didn't. I haven't rewatched them. I've watched Skyfall five times, but that's because I kept missing the end. I think I watched Spectre twice. Everyone hates that. I'm for. I don't mind it. I don't think. Well, but like I say, we'll watch them again and <laughs> see where we are. But I'm. Not, I've not been looking forward to Craig, as you know. But it's a different Bond. So, with that in mind, let's that's, see what happens. It's a whole different ball game, mate. Yeah. Right. We're gonna go and watch Tomorrow Never Dies. Hmm. I almost said the world is not enough again. <laughs> yeah, we're watching it on Amazon, aren't we? Yes, we are. And yeah, catch up on Amazon with us while they're still there. We've got uh, a month and three weeks left. Yeah. Um, so get on them. Uh, we'll see you in a minute, innit? Laters. 
Welcome back to the podcast, people. How's it going, mate? All right. Did you enjoy <laughs> that? Because I did. Mate. I mean, yes, I know this is something that I say on the regular, maybe. <laughs> I know what you're going to say. But uh, I think that was better than Goldeneye. <laughs> That's it was the better than... best Bond ever. Every uh, week. I don't know. Every week it changes. It's, well, it's, do you know what I mean? Because every week, it's like science. It's not just changing. It's just learning more information. And you know what I mean? It's But it was better than Goldeneye, wasn't it? Well better than Goldeneye. I can't believe that I used to think Goldeneye was the best Pierce Brosnan film. I think that Goldeneye is a much a much better plot with a much better bad guy and so on. This will be reflected in my scores when we talk about that bit. It, it definitely is. This one does suffer a few points and it's because it was rushed. If they hadn't rushed it... There'd have been another year it, in production. It, yeah, it would have been, especially for the money spent on it, it would have been f- the balls. Mm. But this, yeah, we'll get I into mean, it. Maybe it's just because it's... Well, what what year was this? So, 97. 97. So, we're, what, 24 years late? I don't know. My maths is terrible. Yeah, just say that. I don't know. 20, so, it's 25 years later. Um, but it's fucking close to the bone. A bit about was like it's a, what a corrupt government in in leagues with a uh, with a, a corporate media that's fucking faking news. It's weird, this, isn't it? <laughs> it's, well, it's almost like James Bond can see the future. Again, this is something that I'm going <laughs> to uh, pick up on when we get to plot. What do you think of the pre-credit sequence? Fucking banging. What do you give it? I gave it a ten. A ten. I gave it a nine. Yeah. Um. I mean, it's got everything you need. You've got your terrorist Aldi, mm-hmm. which... The okay. Russian Bazaar. I love that. <laughs> I mean, which goes south as well. Fucking yeah. blown up with its own trolley. Yes. Um, you know, it's got a dogfight. It's got nukes. It's got a fucking dude strangling him in the back of the plane. It's, it's got possibly the fucking sickest ejector seat death ever. Mm-hmm. Like, what isn't to like? Yes. There's, yeah, it's it's full on. We're seeing the back end of another mission, which ends up being something to do with this mission, yeah. uh, as 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 it usually is with these pre-title sequences yeah. of Bond. And it's just, yeah. I mean, you got his torture face in. <laughs> he was flying a fucking jet with his knees while yeah. being strangled. <laughs> while well, getting strangled. Wank. You had the, the the peace war setting. Oh, mate, that is the <laughs> that is the best thing I've ever seen. I hope every submarine has a peace war switch. Yeah, it's like turn it to war, Davidson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now it's time to start killing people. <laughs> you got that singer. I know it's not heat seeking, but I, f- I imagined it being heat seeking, and it was getting faster and faster because Bond was producing so much, so many explosions. <laughs> it must be like fuck. There's definitely heat there. That's where I'm getting. I'm fucking on my way now. Oh, mate, he was, he was, he was very um, unsubtle. He's like Rambo, isn't he? He's yeah. a one-man army. He was, he was capping people. He was. Throwing fucking hand grenades with just gay abandon, just fucking whoop doop doo. Yeah. <laughs> um, and and again, totally out to save his own ass because he was about to get bombed and he seen that nuke and he was like, "Fuck, I've got to get out of here." Well, no, what he did, what well, it was, was yeah, he... he was he was saving it for the queen or whatever. Yeah. But you know what I mean? It's uh, it was definitely for him that. It's like, fuck, I don't want to get blown up. 
No, I don't know. I think it, it was definitely duty. <laughs> yeah, uh, above all, right. all, it's Bond, isn't all it? All right. <laughs> it's you're, Bond? You're not running away from them nukes. So the only option is to take the nukes with you. Well, yeah, and he's, you know, it just happens to be his duty too. What yeah, did, well, see, I'm not saying he sold it back to the Russians. <laughs> what did you think of uh, the music and the theme tune and all I that? I gave on? it a nine. Good lad, I gave I did, it a ten. The only point it loses is the theme. The th- Right, the theme was fucking shit, but it was perfect for that James Bond. That's right, yeah. It was, I mean, again, it was in a generation where you had people still writing theme music f- specifically for films and stuff. It had a very 60s vibe. It sounded like an espionage it, thriller it was, type. It was a bunch of people went into a studio and went, we're writing a James Bond song. That's it. That was the, there was no other there was no other mission. There was not we're writing a song that's going to be used on James Bond. It was these motherfuckers have been in contact and we are doing a James Bond song and on that fucking good job. Isn't it? But fuck me was it a shit. <laughs> I like it. I I think it's it's up there as one of my favorite. It's um... I mean it's not it's it's not the worst, but it just again and Bond ones and certainly in the later films they're starting to drone on a bit. It's they always go on for a verse longer than they fucking should. Well, that's more to do with how many people are in films involved now. in the films and longer credits. I I get it, I get it, but it's just it's definitely because back in the day they used to have one screen. There's yeah. your one screen of yeah, everything directed by produced yeah. by starring exactly. Yes, yeah. so so yeah, it's it's. It is different. Uh, you shouldn't no, market that. I shouldn't market well, it down for that. But you gave it a lost, nine out of ten. Lost, it's lost a point because it's droney. It's droney. Okay. The music is by Dave Arnold. And he is a fanboy, first of all. You can He's tell. a fanboy. He produced an album before this where he got a load of Britpop singers. to, And he redid a lot of Bond themes with oh, these. Right. You know, well, like the Spice Girls and Noel Gallagher, in that that kind, of, not them, but <laughs> that kind of thing. You that got you fucking... got there more or less, uh, and it's, that's the that's the general vibe. Okay, like so that like the B stars, like Atomic Kitten and fucking Backstreet Boys or something. Not not quite the A levels, but it's so he's a he's a big fan. He's he's come into it. He's modernized it because there's still bits where. It wasn't about Bond because every time Bond did something Bond, he was like, "Well, I'm turning on the Bond, Bond well, the, button the, now." The Bond music because was, that's what you want. Well, that's what I want. The Bond chord is over liberal use of the Bond chord was yeah. fucking amazing. Every time he did something, it's like, "Yes, go on, bing, 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 bing. this is this." But this is what we fucking this is what we trained for. Yes, this is it. This He's is what got you it want. right. Yeah, whereas man. Goldeneye. Fucking smelled hell. its own farts a little bit, it didn't was. it? It was all dun, 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 dun. it was all trying to go back to the theme, whereas this one went, we know what the theme is. It's the James Bond fucking so theme, just so let's that. just fucking keep playing it. <laughs> and yeah. What's that? We're in Asia. Put a little Asian twist on it. That's fine. A nondescript Asian twist. There you go. Yeah. But man, it's it it worked. It, yeah, didn't it, it worked. It was fantastic. I've, yeah, it's everything about the music department. Just was it Cheryl Crow? The Cheryl film? Crow, yeah, yeah. Do yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I I, I think a, that it's. I didn't not enjoy it. Yeah, it just could have been better. 
It's going to be better. Fair enough. Well, you're a musician, aren't you? So <laughs> yeah. If it's not Raskabilly Skank, you're not interested. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Raskabilly Skank is the only thing I listen to. I'm not quite sure what it is, but <laughs> I think it's a made-up band that's in Red Dwarf universe. I think so. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> what did you give it for Bond? I friend? gave him. Ten. Uh, no, I didn't. I gave him nine. He was almost there. <laughs> oh, I gave him a ten. Did you? Good, yeah. Good lad. Um, I mean, he's fucking... For the first half of the film, he's an absolute fucking lunatic. He doesn't act in any way, shape or form like a spy. No, he's an action star, isn't he? And then he and then he gets to the last half of the film and he becomes Johnny fucking spy pants. Yes. And then everything's all sneaky and sneaky. And it's like, well, a minute, mate, 10 minutes ago, you were fucking stuffing grenades in people's mouths and that, <laughs> jumping off cliffs. And now, and now, and now you've got your slippers on. Yeah. What the fuck? So, I mean, he had a fantastic blend of both. Much more of an action star yeah. coming through the 90s. Um, executioner. Isn't he just more executions than than license hark, to kill kills this ba- time? Harking back to what's it called to Timothy Dalton? Yeah, man. with that hard edge. It's uh, it was it it's the law is if you quit before you kill, it's an execution because yeah. you are killing, planning on killing, and letting them know what you're plan. And then, but if you kill someone and then happen to make a quip, it's Her Majesty's government shit in it. You know what I mean? That's absolutely fine. Absolutely fine, but you've got to quip after you kill. Isn't it? The person dying can't hear the quip, because otherwise it's an execution. We were, talk- we were talking about it when we watched it. We got mixed up with Lazenby, really, because yeah. you've what it was, we found that he was hinting at Carver. He was saying, hey, fucking I know, Billy, yeah, yeah. I'm Billy Big Bollocks. Yeah, yeah. And he's letting him know. And the last time we saw that was in... Um, like a uh, view to a kill. Yeah. It was with uh, Christopher Walken when he walks straight up to Walken in his gaff ah, and goes, evil doer, I, eh? I know you, <laughs> I know you're evil. Yeah. And it's just like, it's the weirdest oh, yeah, thing this, to this do like, was, to provoke them. Have you been on any stealth boats recently? <laughs> <Isn't it? laughs> Fucking hell, mate. On the nail much. Fuck. Yeah. I'm into, I'm into that. I'm into that sort of vibe about it. He was obviously, he was a cunning linguist. He, <laughs> <laughs> he decided to, the most unusual fight. It was obviously all good fun, and this is what this is what ties him up with Roger Moore uh, more than Timothy Dalton is when he has a fight in a music room in a recording studio, and he's going through every fucking musical <laughs> every instrument, instrument in the orchestra. You're getting that. You're get if if there'd been more men there, he'd have been stuffing a kazoo up someone's ass. Yeah, man. <laughs> fucking, he made the piano eat someone like it was the fucking like it was a Venus flytrap, <laughs> like the Cookie Monster. Yeah, bang, 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 bang. <laughs> fucking celloed <laughs> some of him everywhere. Celloed some fucker in the face. <laughs> made the dude choke to death on a flute. <laughs> Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. I tell you what, the glass in this film 
is either it ain't shit or it's indestructible. <laughs> There's only two types yeah. of glass in this. I mean, and definitely for a soundproofed room where no one, that glass wouldn't have been a, an inch thick like it was. <laughs> in it. It's like bulletproof glass normally. He's grunting again, which I obviously enjoy, as, Dave, as we know. Dave loves a Brosnan grunt. And my God, he can run. Have you seen? He's running everywhere in this. He's all over the shop. Brosnan only runs. He, he only ever runs, or he walks extremely slowly whilst adjusting his tie. <laughs> and doing that. <laughs> yeah. He's only got his gear one or gear five, and there's no in-between with Brosnan. Yeah. It's, he, never, he never walks casually. It's either slow. Like he's been injured. Or he's or fucking he's just... Fucking wherever he's running, run after him because yeah. there's going to be a fucking explosion any minute now. Yeah. <laughs> if he's dived into a plane, follow him. Yeah. And it, and <laughs> describes himself... This was the way that... He describes himself as a decadent, corrupt Western agent. Mm-hmm. That's a bit... That's a bit dodgy, that, isn't it? Decadent, corrupt Western agent. Well, he's just... He's just playing the stereotype game with her, isn't it? The fact that he's just called her a, a, a commie red sucker or whatever it fucking was. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? So... <laughs> a commie, commie kid or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he, well, he, he was... He was lacked decorum, yes. so to say. <laughs> what do you give for Baddy? I gave him a nine. Right, this is where we differ fucking completely because I, I gave him a two and I was humming and ahhing whether to give him that. Well... He was he was just evil. It was his whole plan. Again, the whole plan was to cause chaos and be a twat and I mean he was a bad actor. No, I don't mind Jonathan Price. I've always been a, a fan of Jonathan Price, but he's brought stuff into it that's really weird. His Rupert like, Murdoch impression is Bob on. Delicious. Delicious it, that's a you know, that's a gets a hard on for the news, doesn't he? Yeah, and he tries to always use a a big wide vocab when that's what his whole thing is. It's like no, it's not quite evil enough. Murder instead of killing stuff. It's you know he's he's a he's I, a weirdo. I don't, I don't like it. I, his motivation, effort. There's nothing about him, and this is this is to do with the writing. Um, maybe more than performance. I don't know. I, I didn't think the performance was brilliant for Jonathan Price. I didn't think his performance um, was good. But before overall, the no, character was it was it was real. It yeah, was... but that's the point. This is the this is the thing with we all know because uh, I'm annoyed at films where they point at something that's evil, tell us it's evil. We go yeah, but in reality, in the real world, we don't actually actually bring these people to account. The, the things yeah, that he's he saying now—that's because he runs the media. Yeah, the, we that's know the whole these things point. are absolutely true, Listen, and he's, we he's, should hate these people. But those people are in charge of our media, <laughs> and for some reason, even though a lot of people go and watch Bond, they come out of it and they still look—you know—go and still buy a paper. That's the way it goes, that, man. You know, it's the way it is. I mean, come on—he he couldn't have been closer to being. Yeah, but that's the point. That's yeah. what I don't like. It's just too. I prefer a megalomaniac who just wants to, mm. you know, have all the whatever. His motivation, everything. I mean, he was, um, he was a cross between Steve Jobs and Rupert <laughs> yeah, Murdoch. Yeah. And I don't know, it just, yeah, all right, don't do this because you, none of you mean it. 
What did I write about him? I wrote when he was 12, he was a hilly killy. What was that? Why were, why were I putting that? He was a hilly killy. Hilly killy. Do you remember? What, what did he have to do when he was 12? He did say about what? Oh, that's right. When he was when I was 12, he I didn't to... even have a TV. Yeah. <laughs> I, then I bought a TV and, and I then... rented it out to someone else and I was able to buy two TVs before you knew it. I was in charge TVs. of all the TVs. Yes. Yeah, I went to work it for was, a small news firm in Hong Kong when I was 18. Now I must rule the media. It's just, that's what I don't like about him. I I think he's really he weak. Was a bad, he was a good bad guy. He was a good bad guy. He, he ran a tight he, ship. I thought he's A stealthy ship, if you will. I thought he was shit. And I didn't, I, <laughs> I, I, I ate him. It's all right, mate. You can be wrong. It's not, it's not an issue. Well, that's it, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it happens. It happens <laughs> enough the other way round, doesn't it? Yeah, man, it's uh, okay. It's what have right. you given for girls or girl? Or really? Well, girl, she, she Waylene was the heavy carrier there, despite Paris Carver looking yeah. like she was going to be the girl. But I gave it a nine. A nine. I gave it a ten. Good luck. Yeah. Well done. I mean, Waylene was fucking ace. She she was she was just the she was the Chinese James Bond. She was. Uh, she got a. Tw- she got an eleven points and. Uh, I I minus one for for uh, Paris, which is why I've got her she a ten was, out of ten. She was awful. She, she, she was looked awful. like she was going to be a James Bond girl and just fucking disappointed. She was playing her part as if she was in a nineteen fifties kind of nineteen forties Casablanca type thing going on. Yep. It's just like what what's going on? Have you never seen Bond? Do you know what a Bond girl yeah, is? Man. What what are you up to? She was shocking, and she was only in it for fucking ten minutes. That's Apparently, what I mean. she's in it longer in another edit. I would say just don't have her in it. Well, it's it, absolutely no point to her whatsoever. Just don't have her. All in things it. pointed to her being the Bond girl in it. Yeah, and then after five minutes, it was like, oh no, she's she's dead. Yeah, and then and then step out of the way for Waylin. It was fucking sound. Well, exactly. I mean, Waylin. Obviously, Michelle Yeoh there, giving it all all the beans. Yeah. At the height of her physical fitness, and she should have been something. She was a Bond girl. Well, Broccoli's daughter. Is it Kathleen? I've got to try and remember. I'm thinking of Kathleen Kennedy then, of fucking Star Wars. Anyway, but his, his daughter, who's now taking over production, she went to Eon and said, we need a spin-off for Waylin. We're going to have a Bond universe set up and Waylin is going to be part of it with her yeah, own yeah. film franchise. Which would have made a fucking sense. And Eon said, I don't think she's big enough to uh, to carry a franchise. Well, fucking Michelle Yeoh. They're lost. In this, she's fucking... I'm, I'm really glad that she's having a renaissance now. She's in the Marvel universe. She's just got that every, uh, everything always all at once film, which I'm really looking forward to seeing. Everything always all at once. Yeah, I'll show you. It's like a multiverse film, I've and she's going cray-cray. It. I've seen it, yeah. I've it seen looks it. brilliant. But the point, yeah, she's having this renaissance, and she should never have had a renaissance. She should have been big then. I don't understand Hollywood sometimes. But she was. She, she was a Bond girl. No, she should have been. No, a, a Bond girl a, isn't a fucking but, whatever. It's no, the no, kiss of death no. to your career yeah, being, is what a Bond being, girl is. Being Paris the Bond girl is the kiss of death to fucking... But Waylon was a badass. She was... She, you know what I mean? She stood alone as a... She should have stood alone she, at she, she, was, she was one of them female characters and it doesn't come often in Bond where it's like, no, no, this is an actual character with... It's not just a pair of tits for James Bond to fire jizz at. Yeah, but what I'm saying is 
that her being a Bond girl wasn't good enough for me. She should have been huge. I love... Uh, lower Mich- your standards. I, 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 no, I love Michelle Yeoh. I think she's brilliant. Um, and so I feel really annoyed at Eon that I got to miss out on her having her own films because she deserves them. Gutted. Unfortunate one. Isn't it? Heard my piece of paper going over then. Uh, henchman. What are you giving Henchman? I've gave it a nine again. I have between... given it a ten because between Gupta and fucking Stamper, they, they made one complete perfect henchman. I think there were two different henchmen. Well, this is what I, I mean. mean. It was both sides of the coin. It was a yin and yang. There was a fucking psychopath that just liked murdering people and there was Computer Boy. Yeah, I mean, Gunter, what was he doing? He was over making arms deals. He's a PC god. He was doing all the logistics. He was doing the everything. The fact that he got killed by Carver really annoyed me well, because he was... He was he, he was, was Carver. He was Carver. It's fucking. He did all the, he did all the computer work, and then Stamper did all the murder work. It was Carver, literally, like the bad guy normally does, just sat in his chair and barked orders. Yeah, Gumter was amazing. I think he's one of the best henchmen we've seen, and he goes, he ticks all the boxes for me as re- as regards to. I always say, don't I, the general admin. He does f. All you have to do is think it. And he's the one that gets it done. I love that. He's just out Bond as a fucking spy with his with his laws of creative anomalies. Isn't it? The fuck is that? Who writes their own laws? <laughs> After that, you've got Stamper, who I was calling Jean-Clone Gautier in my head. <laughs> because all, all the way through, I could just smell Jean-Paul Gautier. Do you notice his David Bowie eyes? His Bowie eyes? Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, he had one brown and one blue. Yeah, oh, I didn't notice very, that. It was it was only in one of the scenes. It was you know when he was getting out his torture shit. Yeah, yeah, it was very clear in his torture scene. I noticed it, it was like fucking hell. It looked like the Aryan David Bowie. <laughs> it was <laughs> and, and and Bowie looks like the Aryan David Bowie. So fuck me. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, he did. He had Bowie eyes. But again, he was he was ruthless. He was he was fucking efficient with his murdering. Yeah, always used the right ammo. Like yeah. to film the stuff, which is which is weird, but you know whatever. Well, they use that. They use that as footage for the the what's it called? What I mean? He was just, he was told to. But and, yeah, he was. And would no one be like, who filmed it? <laughs> I mean, at the end as well. I mean, this is this is a guy that you want about loyal to the end, man. loyal to the end because he got killed. This is for Carver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? He hasn't Carver. fucked off. He hasn't gone. Well, I'm not getting paid anymore. I'm off on a dinghy. I know he's perfectly now. willing to have his leg blown off and die in such a dirt ball way. Just kept getting fucking stabbed and laughing it off as well. One in, that one in the arm and he's fucking digging it round. <laughs> yeah, fucking whizzling it. He'd be crying. Oh, he still had, he still gripped him. Yeah, yeah. No, he, was fucking, he was a badass. He was a good, bad guy. We got Dr. Kaufman as well. <laughs> uh, yeah, but if if you put Dr. Kaufman in, I'm going to have to start removing points. Because he was, oh, I am the well-trained assassin. And doctors. he just got fucking banged out in fucking 30 seconds. He was used... If he was as good as his job, as he said he was, he'd have never went, I'm pointing a gun at your head. He'd have just went, bang, done, goodbye. Yes. No, no. He wants to, in the typical pageantry of James Bond, he's like, <laughs> he I, was... must, I must explain that. Does somebody have a cat I can stroke while I explain my evil plans to you? Yes. 
I'll just, I'll just phone my own taser death. Where's he from, Cornwall? I don't know. <laughs> Germany. <laughs> he is so German. Oh, he's... He had he had sausages stuffed into his laid house, and didn't he? he was yeah. ready for a yeah. fucking. He was ready for an ale. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. He stunk a beer. <laughs> yeah, man. But uh, no, I'm not adding him into the henchman because he was shit. He was shit for a world class assassin. He but was bad. The other two more than made up. Oh, power. Power. I did. I mean, Carver made a good bad guy, but if you completely eliminated Carver and just had them two running the show, it wouldn't have lost much. You'd have needed one of them to run the news company, but you know, Gupta could have done that while he was doing everything fucking else. Yeah, like <laughs> it wouldn't have wouldn't have hurt him to write a few news articles, especially about stuff that he's planning on doing. Hmm. So you can get them done in advance, like. Isn't it? Yeah, it's good admin, that. I don't know, he is. Next you're week, get, you're China getting, attacked Russia. You're getting onto my way of thinking with these things, it takes. <laughs> you're forcing me <laughs> onto you. Uh, what's next, gadgets? What have you given? I'd give it a seven. I'd give it an eight, yeah. Uh, so, to be honest, I thought they were shit. There's a phone with a finger scanner. A there finger a... scanner and... Oh, and a taser. A I'm taser. sorry, one of them things. That and you it can... controls your car. Yeah, well, that goes into cars, doesn't it, It really? does, but this this gadget that he's got does all of that. But it's, that was it's, it. It's very much like... I don't know, but he had a phone, and then there was the stealth boat, which was the bad guys. You had the, you had the lighter bomb that he used at the beginning sequence. Oh, lighter grenade. You had the spy cam that was keeping an eye on the Chilean miners. Like you said. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> Chilean minds. Yes. Um, um, you also had, when he went back to Wei Lin, you had the Wish.com Q branch, where all of the designs that Q branch come up with, yeah. wish, that Wish.com's got them there already for they you. take four weeks longer to get to you and come in a nondescript packaging. And, and they cost more or less the same after fucking delivery anyway, so what have you done? <laughs> what you've done is bought something that is three quarters the size of the thing you were meant to buy. I know, yeah. Fucking hell. I don't know why. It's just like there's a big fucking factory of, factory of people just forgot, all laughing. Samantha ordered some towels and some flannels arrived. Oh, again, I, I got my, my nunchucks are wish.com nunchucks yeah. and they are like kids ones. I still <laughs> want to see your small. practice. I still want to see your practice. i get them. They come. No, you're not doing it here. I am. You go through the fucking Going in your telly. back garden, like, Nah, you'll take out the dog or something. Call me Waylin, man. <laughs> you'll be Waylin once I've booted your telly through. Oh, <laughs> uh, dear. So, um, so yeah, seven, eight, I, I think... But, yeah, I, I didn't think they were that good. There, was, there wasn't much, and what there was, it wasn't really... Meh. Yeah, but you must have found it all right if you give it a seven It was, it was all right. Yeah. I just, it was a seven because a five is your average, and then, you know, it, it did control his car. Yeah, and it and it killed the shittest bad guy ever with his taser. You know, he he worked. It mm-hmm. just could have been better. Yeah, it's, it's like more a Q branch. But it's like we said in the last one. There's something missing. Yeah, yeah, that's that's What's exactly right. What's the next step? There's something the, missing. There was something that could have been there that wasn't. Yeah, and absolutely. that's why it got a seven. Right. Okay. Fair enough. What have you given for car? Six. I've given a seven for cars. Um, it had the first the first Model X Tesla, his BMW that drove itself. Yes. Um, what a couple of Land Rovers and a BMW bike. He had the Aston. Did Aston it? Martin at the beginning. He was driving around London in the Aston. 
Oh, bugger me. Uh, the BMW 750iL. I mean, the the fucking name is boring enough. It's the most boring Bond car. The only reason why that's been marked up is because of the gadgets involved in it. But fuck me. But I suppose that's how a a, a, a spy would drive. He'd drive a boring yeah, saloon. A, a beige fucking car, you know, something that... Well, it was like champagne, wasn't it? It was fucking horrible colour. Yeah, oh... Yeah, but just, that's but it's it's fitting in. If you were spying, then that's what you do. But we know it's Bond, and you, know, you get points differently. For everyone, Bond. everyone looks at an Aston driving down the road. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's and that's Bond all over. That's yeah, how he spies. Yeah. He spies in plain view. Yeah, he goes round to the bad guys for dinner. He doesn't go through the Some fucking. He doesn't go through the bins. Here's the, the evil plans I stole from you this morning. Yeah, mind if I sit in and yeah, what you're plan is for world yeah, domination okay so the aston was there that i didn't notice but the, the land rovers with the baddies cars um and the bmw bike played a nice bit in its car chase against the helicopter yeah they are 1200 oh, they, they were they were leaning into bmw nice and heavy on this one weren't they it's, well yeah the they, they did it in the last well. one with the z3 and if i'm not mistaken the next one brings in the z4 yeah, or is it the Z3 there's, again? There's, no, no, know. it's the Z4, because this came out, it was the year. I it was. I only remember it because it was all Bondy in the release of the Z4, and it was released on my 15th birthday. Right. Oh, yeah, because the next one is goes back to Aston, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Got Astons and Jaguars. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. But oh. there is definitely another BMW in Pierce Brosnan's one before yeah. he goes back to the Aston. Yeah. that. I mean, the BMW, before we go on, uh, he parked it like a prick, didn't he? Oh, like mate, a over, BMW over driver. Two bays. Yeah, three bays. No, because the it back was, end it was the end bay, wasn't it? He was next to the pillar, and it was. I'll, I'll give him. He was just out in the I road. I don't know on because that, if you was, try and reverse out of that spot oh, where his back end is, you're not getting out. What are an you? absolute twat! But the, the thing is, the reason he can fucking park over three bays is because them dudes rocked up with sledgehammers and crowbars and couldn't even fucking key his car <laughs> so like I, i'd be there trying to key the fucking thing like why is it working man and then it'd shoot fire in my face or something or fucking electrocute me nan and i said that directing it looked like night rider it had that vibe of the car as the star and yeah. everything was happening around it because it zoomed out as they arrived but that was always the middle of the frame yeah yeah and you said it's like keep it, summer safe it, in it. Off Rick and Morty, yeah. yeah and it, it is. Everyone's trying to break in. It's fucking shocking them and blasting them, smoking them out. It's fucking yeah. Keep summer safe. It's a decent. It's a decent gadgety car. I just wish it wasn't That's, boring. It, it would have got ten. It would have. It would just been it a better car. It would have got ten if it hadn't been that shit ugly BMW. Yeah, because yeah, it was. Because it had. It had the tire spikes, it had the smoke, it had the electric doors, bulletproof windows, it had fucking self-driving, it had... Repressurizing tires. Repressurizing tires, it had the very conveniently placed cutting blade to take out the thing that would cut off the top of the car. It was fucking rammed with stuff. It had rockets, it had fucking machine guns, It it was heaving with stuff. And then they put it all in a champagne BMW, and it was fucking horrible. Yeah. 
I mean, that's why they needed the big saloon BMW, I imagine, because they needed all the extra space to fit shit in the car. I think it was because, as well, you needed a saloon because it was jumping in the back, and you're not going to do that in a sports <laughs> car, are you, necessarily? <laughs> not, not through an Aston Martin's back dis- window. They've destroyed so many DB5s at this point. I'm, They're going to continue to do it. I'm surprised <laughs> Aston Martin still deal with them anymore because they come <laughs> up and go, hello, we'd like to buy some Aston Martins, and then just blow them all up. <laughs> in it. <laughs> it's like what stop blowing up me cars this is art mate people art. make them <laughs> what did you give for plot let's uh, you know <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's give it a flip uh, nine a nine I've given it a four stop Rupert Murdoch from starting World War 3 it was uh it was very. He, he was. He was it, again. It was good. He was playing off all the countries against each other, and he was being very sneaky and spyy. I no, mean, this whole thing was as subtle as a fucking lump. I, mean, I, I don't know. It just. Yeah, but that was the that was the joke of it. Is it was like he was driving around in a fucking stealth boat and acting like people didn't have eyes, mate. She was going, Haha, you can't see us on the radar. It's like yeah, but those those MIGs are flying fucking eighteen feet above sea level. Like they can see you. It's, you know, I, I just, just the plot is there was that no world someone wants to give more news than anyone else. It's just like, oh. But no, because it wasn't that. He wanted oh, to use his influence in the news to control governments and stuff. It wasn't just, I know, but I'm the biggest news. Yeah, but that's boring. You want someone to say they've got a fucking nuclear, a nuclear bomb he planted did. in several fucking whatever. He did. He had several nuclear bombs, didn't he? He'd skanked them. He'd skanked them off the fucking ship. Yeah, but yeah, but that was to to to, 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 to bomb attack. Beijing yeah, yeah. and then blame America and England for it. it was, I mean, yeah, but that that's not his. That's but yeah, but he wasn't saying I'm going to do this or give me one hundred million dollars. He wasn't doing was, that. He was saying give no. Me control he the was means. taking the hundred million dollars and then putting out the port reports anyway because he was a cunt. Yeah, I I just I don't. I, of all the bad guys, of of what they were thinking, this was so. It could have been better. It should have been better. We shouldn't have seen him so much. Mm. It, the fact that we saw him, he could have blow felted it up a little. That's more what and it add, should have been like. Some mystery to him, yeah. Yeah, like like what's his face in from? Oh, what's that film with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio where he lives in the fucking in the tower and never goes and sees anyone? The Aviator or whatever. That I've it, never seen it's, it. It's it's that kind of thing. He's he, he should be removed from society, just like Rupert Murdoch is, and and Steve Jobs. You're not going to see them hanging around. Hey, yeah, this they're bast- removed from all level he, of society. They're not he removed shouldn't from have their been, level. He shouldn't have been in that submarine at the end. He, he should. He definitely shouldn't have no. been in that submarine at the end. But then you're not going to have the final battle with the bad guy. So he's got to be there. Yeah, but then then you know you can have that as a closing kind of whatever they've done it before they'll do it again he sh- but he shouldn't he shouldn't be that hands on with it i just think the whole thing was written badly i, it, I mean it, it wasn't written i mean there's been better ones but i i enjoyed it i thought it was good man i i i i think the bad guy was a bit better than you seem to obviously yeah yeah um yeah I suppose I'm I'm, I'm leaning more into because he because he was fucking realistic. Yeah, like, that, I, like I suppose that that's why I didn't like. He kid. wasn't he wasn't evil enough for you, but he was he was a a fucking comparable level of evil for me. He was like the level of evil that you see 
fucking most days in the media and stuff. Yeah, but that's my point. It it wasn't wasn't grandiose enough for you. Definitely not. Right. It's no, not it's, it's not bondy it's... enough. There was, there was scoring it out of bond. Mm, that's very of, true. And out of bond, I've given it a four. Right. What have you given for layer? In this case, I think it's probably only the boat and his many houses, well, I was which about we didn't to say, see. The, I was going to say the the stealth boat. But he had like thirty skyscrapers. Every every country we went to, there was another carver skyscraper. Yeah. So I mean, I've given ten. He's got layers really fucking everywhere. What? And we've had something similar so to this, and kitted you wouldn't out as dare well. give so money. So kitted out every every layer he was in. As soon as someone coughed wrong, just people started pouring out the woodwork with machine guns. I know, but what he didn't have is he didn't have a snake. Didn't pit. have a moat. He, he didn't, didn't have, have an evil animal. I, there was I water everywhere without any fish contained. Oh, there was whoa, no whoa, 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 whoa. There was plenty of fish contained in the ocean. Yeah, but this no, they weren't contained. Non, were not owned by him. But this is what I'm saying. But this is, even if they live underwater, they have aquariums. This is how bond buddies usually are. Mm. At the layer. There's no monorail system. There's no. I mean, granted, granted, no, yeah. There's none, but I'm just giving it on sheer volume of layers. Yeah, but, which, but we didn't see. They were just. They were just hinted at. He owned. I remember this. We had it with the hotel room, and you said it's just a fucking hotel. It's just a, no, it's not. It's a base of operations at the top of the fucking hotel with fucking gadgets with a toilet, fucking. And you're like, no, no, it's just a hotel. And it's the same with this guy. It's just full of. It's just buildings. There is no layer. I've given it a six still. <laughs> I've given it a six because of his many gaffes. I mean, and the, all the, over stealth the, place. Boat, the stealth and the boat stealth was the main boat. layer, yeah, wasn't it? it? Let's be honest. And it blew up like a layer. Exactly. It went down you like know? a layer. It had a submarine yeah. bay so in I gave it, it like a, six, a layer. But I'm not going to give it a ten for oh, that. I mean, the stealth boat, it's alone, warranted a seven. No. Yeah. Stealth boats are usually the thing that, uh, I mean, look at Largo. Yeah, he had his big boat-eating boat, plus he had his gaff that was, you know what I mean, had sharks in it and that. Boats. That's the difference. Anyway, no. we, we're going to disagree on this, <laughs> and uh, that's fair enough. Uh, what what do you give for bonus? I give it a 20. I gave it a 17. It's nearly there. I mean... I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was, it was full of... Good, just it was full of great bits. Even the bits in between the bits were good bits. So we had a sneaky cameo from Gerard Butler. Yes. Um, we had <laughs> Ashtray Ash Justice. Ashtray Justice. Before the smoking ban kicked in, yeah. when you could fucking smash an ashtray in a bad guy's face. Yes. Which is fantastic. We had Weekend at Bondies at the end, mm-hmm. where he fucking doop 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 and put his little dead mate out, and then fucking fell in the water. And convict, um, what's his face? Stamper. Stamper. That he was dead. Jean-Claude I mean, Gautier. Stamper definitely, like, he was a fantastic bad guy, but that bit, he was just like, well, that's that done. And he's like, well, you're not even going to check it, mate. <laughs> that, that dude that's been constantly invading you this whole film, the dude that you know is... Three times so far hasn't died. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and you've just went, well, I've just seen a body hit the water. No more questions need asking there. Yeah. But it's like, fucking hell, mate. I know you're busy today, but come on. I think the the fight scenes in this, the chase scenes, the helicopters, the the, the everything about this, it's, it's a high octane kind of bond. It's got full of moments. They don't always fit. There's a lot of to and fro in. That's more to do with the editing and directing of this, like the like the the inexplicable shower. 
after spending some time in a clean water well. well jumping in that well to come out of the well and watch a helicopter explode is the most yeah it's like you jumped in the well to avoid the explosion surely and then you've both popped your heads out but that's so they can get covered in helicopter dust yeah and warrant having a shower in it yeah it, it's just so there's there's things like that the the amount of people that are in it like you say so gerard butler there's there's a couple of people from downton abbey there's there's ed winchester Hi, I'm Ed Winchester. <laughs> you know, doing his Ed Winchester thing on the you screen. There was there was a, there was the bad guy out of Preacher. There was the rapist out of uh, what's it called, uh, Braveheart. It was just the the oh, the other little guy comedian. I've forgotten his Imagine name. Imagine being that actor. People coming up to you and say, "Excuse me, are you the rapist in Braveheart?" It's because it's one of those things where. They play one of these characters, and you hate you them do it for so well. Ages. Uh, it's yeah. like the chick that played uh, Cersei Lannister. She said, "I know yeah. I do a good job because people come up to me in the street and call me a bitch." <laughs> <laughs> like, that's fucking. That's a weird accolade. But she was like, "Yeah, people actually hate me for it." And she was like, "So no one being a good actress." Yeah, like, it, that it's... is fucking great way of looking at the fact that people think you're a cunt. Well, isn't it just? But yeah. It's um, just some people. Some well, people are fucking mad, though, aren't they? Again, the dude that played another one out of Game of Thrones, but the dude that wow, oh, what was his name? The one that made Reek. Oh yeah, yeah. He, Bolton, Ramsey Bolton. That's yeah. the one. But again, you fucking hated him by the end. Once he got it, you're like, yes, get him. <laughs> the dogs at him. Yeah, yeah. You full on wanted him to get it, and it's again just a case of great acting in it. Yeah. Because they're fucking, like, you proper hate them. Did you watch him in Misfits? Yeah, I loved Misfits. That's what, it? like, I liked him the best in Misfits. I thought yeah, he, he was, was the best of the lot, yeah. Once, once the Irish lad left. He was good. I, I liked Joseph Gillen when he took over. I Which, think he did really well. Joseph Gillen, the, the, one from, the Yorkshire lad. The yeah, lad yeah. who's on Brassic. And, yeah. Yeah, he's, I think he's he did funny brilliantly. as fuck him. Have uh, you ever watched Brassic? No, I haven't. Mate, get on it. His, his series, Brassic, where they, they're just a bunch of criminals from a little Yorkshire town. Oh, it's sounds ideal. Michelle Keegan is all in right. it as one of the birds. And it's just it's just him and his mates. And they're all like, they've they've got a, a little weird growing an underground thing on a farm. And they go around robbing, like, there's one episode where they have to rob a, a sheep. and it's But it's fucking really good because it's Very. all low-key criminal it's it's all yeah. contained within a, a 20 mile yorkshire fucking radius like it's oh, good well worth a watch sounds all right brassic brassic cool um right what did you give this out of tronta Pasanta, which is 120 percent 108 my friend 108 I, I gave it a 92, a which is still up there. I mean, that's... You that's... get anywhere near the 100 and you're, oh, if you you're onto a good bomb. You make the century and you're fucking winning, aren't you? It's but... 108? It's 108? That's up there, isn't it? It's my top one, I'm pretty sure. Is it? I haven't got me... I'm on a new book today, so I can't go back and check. But, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's my top one. Right, fair dues. I told you it was my favourite one. So the world is not enough will be your favourite one next week. It's, it? it's got Denise be... Richards in it, isn't it's, it? Oh, she, she is so fit. She's fucking terrible, She's though. So, yeah, don't give a fuck about her acting. Her <laughs> fucking... Oh, we've gone back to fucking Sean Connery scoring. With I was Val. 15 <laughs> years of age when this came out, my friend. A wild thing was <laughs> out the year before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I don't fucking... You're lucky that I know anything else about the next film. Apart from the fact that Christmas Jones was in it, Christmas Jones, all for that one uh, fucking jingle, joke. Bell. 
one joke. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Come on, don't act like James Bond. There was <sighs> one called Pussy Galore, mate. Yeah, but... <laughs> yeah, but what? <laughs> I don't know. It just... They called her Christmas Jones. And like, so he can unwrap Why is she called Christmas Jones? Christmas Jones. Christmas Jones. No. I thought Christmas only comes t- once, once a year. A year yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> it's getting marked down on the bonuses for that. It's getting marked down already. <laughs> You're putting it up. <laughs> on next week, mate, I'm putting something up. <laughs> <laughs> she was good in there. Uh, what's it called? She was good in Starship everything. Starship Troopers, wasn't it? Yeah. I think she that was, was a good, breakout. She was good in everything for me. I don't care what her acting was like. She is one of the top ones <laughs> ever. Like uh, we were saying off air, this is FHM generation. Yeah, this man. is peak FHM. Side boob. This whole this whole thing reminds me of getting Kristen Duar in a in a what's called a foldy flap in a magazine <laughs> because that's what <laughs> well, you could rub your wrist on it and yeah, smell it. <laughs> that's, that's that's what this yeah. this lot of bonds is about. We're going to see it? a lot of side boob. We're going to see a lot of bum. Um, yes, but this is you know back back in the old days where fucking you know the first couple of James Bonds. It's like ooh, I seem to have shown some elbow. Yes. So we just no. I just look at the beginning title sequence to this where we've got the CGI oh, wait, woman wanted, wanted and to it show. wants to show nipple. Back in the day, they'd have been fuck it. Give it, yeah. put, put her in a cold room and, yeah, but, uh, with a backlight behind a, a fucking... Yeah, but then uh, you get your Bond girl out in a fucking jumper <laughs> and fucking leggings. It's like, oh, fuck's sake. It's like, she's showing too much ankle. Get it away. You reckon? The first one was on... on uh, what's her name? <laughs> that was the noise he made. Fucking... Yeah, I get it. the first one in Doctor No where she's coming out the island. Yeah, Ursula Andress then. Yeah, but even out. then, that is like one of the biggest bikinis I've ever seen in my life. It was a very large area covered by a bikini. What did you... Oh, we've, we've done our scoring, haven't we? We've done it all. We've, we just, we're just treading water now at the end right. of the pod blast. Next week <laughs> is The World Is Not Enough. And let's see if it's, if if it's, it's going to do what this did, which is surprise us heavily. Yeah, man. We'll see us in a minute, innit? Laters. went down a really deep pink hole say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill.